We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, it's Flo with a super weird word, nightgown. If you ask me, it sounds less like clothes you wear to bed and more like things you say to your clothes. Good night, Capri pants, sleep tight sweaters, nightgown. We've got a big day tomorrow. Now a weird word I just made up, flotection. It sounds like great protection for your new home through me and Progressive, and that's because it is. I said goodnight, Capri Pants. Go to sleep. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is... This is... This is... With Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Carlo Navas. And with me today, we have Hot Take Harry. Mr. Harry, how are you, sir? Doing well? Well, in quote, air quotes. Did I do air quotes? I'm good. I'm good. I'm tired, man. I, had, I, just, I just went spinning, so I'm tired. I am tired. Harry, bring the energy, okay? We have okay. our professional screw-up, Mr. Alex Toledo. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, trying to keep up the streak of shows I run. In rare form, didn't have his mic working to start the show, so... Uh... We're off to a good start with you. And we have our special guest. I hope that her thing is working. Uh, Miss Kelly Cohn. I hope I said your name right, Kelly. Did we lose her? We lost her already. <laughs> we lost her a great start. I see a frozen yeah, like an image of her. Okay, running. I think she's gone. Okay, yeah, we lost Kelly. Lost. Okay, well, we have no Brian Goins today. Uh, we have no producer. So I'm the producer. So now I have to try to produce, host, and get Kelly Cohn back. Oh, this is great. Um, the Heat lost yesterday. Well, the Heat won yesterday, but they actually lost yesterday. How do you? How are you a winner and a loser in the same night? They found a way to do it. That's like you know what? That's something I would imagine. I'd expect from the Dolphins, for the Dolphins to win and lose at like in the same night. That's not something that this team does, and they managed to do it. 
Yeah, that's why all the fin zombies are jumping out on us, trying to compare the heat to the dolphins. They are? One time. Are they so yeah, far at all? Yeah, they get like, they go and they compare this heat season to this dolphin season. And it's like, the difference between that is that this has been the best dolphin season in the past decade. Look this who's been, back. Kelly, you're back. <laughs> we lost you, but we've retrieved you. I honestly do think it is my Wi-Fi. It's okay. We'll, we'll power through it. Listen, we're, we're like, no excuses. Heat culture. Uh, we, we tough through it. Next, next man or woman up. Kelly, tell us, <laughs> tell us where the people can find you. On what Instagram? Because I want more likes. Oh yeah, sure. Any anything, anything you want. Where, do, where can they read um, or listen to your work or, or find? Um, I would go on Twitter. That's kind of where my voice is the most. Um, so it's Politicoen. So P O L I T I C O H E N underscore. Um, because I do politics during the day and I combine that with my lovely last name of Cohen. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where you find me. And then if I ever need to be elsewhere, I'll let you know. So on my Twitter for random people asking, but how is Kelly who's in politics talking about the heat? Tell them how you're a heat life. Um, I am. Um, I'm from Kendall. Both my parents went to University of Miami. Yeah. Oh, we're so 305. Me too. I'm so happy. We're in Kendall. Yeah. So I moved away when I was four. My parents moved right after Hurricane Andrew. Um, I think literally the reason why we left Miami was because of a stupid hurricane. Um, (laughs) but I want to say my dad went to Palmetto, so we grew up around that area. That's so cool. I'm so happy. Um, But yeah, then we moved to Tennessee, which is very random, but I went to high school in Naples, Florida. So I am still technically a Floridian through and through, but yeah, so I've been diehard Miami sports fan my entire life. So when I jumped back in on my Wi-Fi, I heard we were talking about the dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. We're making fun. Well, Alex has pointed out that the Finn zombies have come out to make fun of this heat. Because I said the Heat were winners and losers last night, and that's something that I'd imagine only the Dolphins can do. Uh, <laughs> that's like such a right. That's such a Dolphins thing to do. And they no, because that. even I actually, it's funny because I saw after Jarvis Landry talked about how he thinks they're going to sweep the Patriots this week. I saw a graphic on Twitter. That was like the only teams that have been swept in the AFC East that had never been swept in the AFC East in a certain amount of seasons were the Patriots and the Dolphins were ranked second of sweeping. So they're not even, they suck or they can't even be the worst at being the worst. So that's why that comment, <laughs> like it was the Bills that had the most season sweeps and then the Dolphins. I was like, not even the Dolphins can be the worst at being the worst. But I guess last night I did say that it felt like being, like I felt like a Dolphins fan after last night's loss just because I feel like Heat Sport or Miami sports have been losing so much lately that but again, yeah, the Heat were also winners. Winners so but like and and Harrison, we we've <clears throat> talked ad nauseum about this, but and, and I saw this tweeted today. This is like this team is almost something that only Miami can appreciate. Like if you're a Heat fan, <laughs> like cause everybody in the country is like, oh wow, nice story. They tried really hard. And like Miami's like, <laughs> no, they're amazing. You're so wrong. They're that's they also very typical Miami to try to be like, no, 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 we deserve like only Miami people, right? Harry? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's interesting that after the season comes out, you hear just how devastated everyone's because I feel like, you know, there have been other teams that haven't really come close to making the playoffs. But I guess it's just like the turnaround is, I mean, really one of a kind. I think the only other team to come back to 500 was a team that was 13 below. So the Heat were 19 below 500 to make it all the way back. 
and um, it was just uh, it's just a bunch of hardworking Joes that really that really fought hard and did everything they could uh, to make awful it. Analysis. You just what what would you what did you, you want me to said, say? I, you just said a bunch of generic things. A lot of hardworking <laughs> Joes. You know, well, what they did well, what, was you know, what was that? Okay, when you when you preface my beginning with we've talked about this ad nauseum, that's how you get people to tune out. So I just thought we'd do that. We'd move <laughs> on to the next subject. And um, you don't want to praise the heat anymore? Yeah, I, I thought today we should be like celebration of they're they're really fun and great. And they well, you well you took a dump on my idea on Twitter, but I think tiebreakers to get into the to the last seeds are ridiculous. Uh, why? Yeah, because I because I get it. If the, if you have four teams tied for seeding, you can use tiebreakers. But the fact that the Heat missed the playoffs because they lost, you know, two games. One game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and two of them were in Chicago, and one of them Wade got a, a home call when he was in Miami. I was at that game, so you know that's why they're not in the playoffs. Um, Are you saying the same thing last season? What do you mean? When we got when we got the three seed because of the tiebreaker. Yeah, but 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 okay, but that gave us home court. I'm saying like to actually we miss we missed the playoffs based on a tiebreaker, and that should not happen. Yeah. They, should, they should have a play-in game. That's why a why not? Terrible idea. No, tomorrow Bulls Heat. Let's do it. The winner can, the winner can play Boston on Sunday. <laughs> I like that. That's a little March Madness action. I really like that idea on. though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and we can do it in Madison Square Garden because the Knicks are never in the playoffs. So it's, <laughs> oh my god. It's perfect. Or Bar- our Barclays, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's- we can do it. Listen, I hate the Hawks so much. Like, I was having a nice morning, and then I remembered that Atlanta's full of losers. Yeah, because they sat all 15 million of their players last night. Just do- Come on, like at least make it close in the fourth quarter. And don't tease us by getting within six and then... It becoming like a fifth. Like, come on, Atlanta. Like, you're just a bunch of losers. Like, okay, no, yeah. The Nets are losers, right? We get that. Like, they're 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 professional losers. Come on, Atlanta. <laughs> like, Mike Muscala, do something. I mean, they're gonna lose to the Wizards in six, so it's fine. Four, I hope. I feel like six is being generous. Yes. <laughs> I honestly think um, a few of us were talking about it today. I think the Wizards. I think um, Atlanta might come in and sneak a game in, sneak in game one. Here in DC, I could see that happening. I hope not. I just want them to be miserable. And, and then the Atlanta Twitter account was making fun of us last night. I which, saw that. No, they were so right. Yeah, I know so. who runs that Twitter account too, and I was pissed. Brilliant. I was I was laughing and also upset. I was like, damn it, that was so good. But I hate everything. No, I thought I thought I that it. was. I thought that was rude. I mean, Atlanta sitting players is fine. They had clinched their seed, but the Twitter account going in on Heat fans is is ridiculous. And I went to a, a quite a few Hawks Heat playoff games when I was uh, living in Atlanta, and that crowd is the worst crowd in sports. They are <laughs> they are dead silent. One person, myself, could be louder than the entire city of Atlanta. It's a joke. <laughs> and I got in for I forgot how much I paid for a playoff ticket. It was nothing. And Phillips Arena is a nice arena, but the people there are trash. Miami doesn't get enough credit for that. That building's so loud. The Triple A. Yeah. Oh my God. Always. I wish I could explain being in DC and whenever I go to Heat or Wizards games here, and I'm just like, I wish anyone like could experience a game at American Airlines. Like it's a whole different culture. It's a whole different experience. It's just so much different than I've not been to many NBA um, arenas, but. 
I just can't imagine another one being like the AAA. It's it's underratedly like a great environment. I think like Oracle. I mean, it has a club in, inside of it. Come on. Where am I? Am three hundred five till we die? You know? <laughs> um, but like Oracle, I think is famously like really fun, and and the mm. Boston Garden, and I, I guess Madison Square Garden too. But like they that building, and I know Ethan has, Ethan has talked about it, especially like during the big three years. That building gets so loud, and even yeah. Brian Windhorse, our enemy, Windy. Gave us a shout out today saying how we're good fans. Took him oh, wow. seven years, but here we are. The weirdest person I'm in sports his world. Wait, what? He's the weirdest person, I think. Why? Why has he written three books about LeBron James? That's a good point. That, I, you know what, Kelly? That's an excellent point. That I cannot be the only person that finds that weird and creepy. Like, that is so bizarre i mean i know his whole shtick is like being like obsessed with lebron and all that and but i don't get why he has to write three books about someone that hasn't even reached i mean that's half a century but that's <laughs> why age. that's that's why windhorse is as fat as he is because of oh, following lebron <laughs> like he's able to eat because of lebron james without without lebron he would be a pauper so uh, you know, Windhorse survives based off LeBron. I mean, literally, he's. I mean, you could say that he's a parasite. He's a Brian Windhorse <laughs> is a parasite. I, I have to. I have to look. He think that LeBron hates him, right? Like, I would like to hope that. Yes, I, I don't agree. think LeBron well, likes him. Uh, yeah, but he can also <laughs> he can use him. I mean, the fact that the fact that Maverick yeah. Carter can give him stories that are completely false, and he's like, <laughs> look at I can write a book with all these amazingly awful stories. Uh, you know, he's a pawn in the game, you know? Yeah. God, Harrison. But, just called him a parasite. I don't know. And he was on SportsCenter the other day with that button. That button was hanging out. <laughs> life, man. That's... He, well, first of all, first of all when, you, when you sit down, if anyone knows when you sit down in a suit, you unbutton your suit. And why would you put the pressure on it in general? But, <laughs> but Especially that thing, that when you're Brian that, Windhorse. That thing was like about to pop out and probably hurt someone on the sports center set. So if it just really... hit someone right in the eye. Yeah, I mean it would that would not have been good. That would have been funny comp. as hell. Oh my god. Do you guys remember like I don't even know who used to make these jokes and like they'd go like breaking in all capital letters and then a colon and then Windhorse's chair. He <laughs> was so mean, dude. He Twitter was so mean. I think it was silky. God. Windhorse deserves a, there are a lot of sports heads that deserve most of the crap they get. Let's be real. Who else? You walk you walk Ira Falls? Ira Winderman. You get a lot of <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, write that down, And Brian. he doesn't deserve it? Oh, Brian's not here. <laughs> oh my god. You no, have wait. to go back. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> Kelly, this is a running joke, so now we're corporate, so we can't curse anymore. Um, oh. Yeah, no, it's okay, you're good, don't worry. And uh <laughs> Did I curse? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay, we're good. Um, but what did our, I say? Uh, you said the S, S word. S you word. Said, uh, the oh. synonym for poop. We're good. Don't worry. Okay. Um, and so whenever somebody curses, we have our producer has to timestamp it so he can come back and edit. And sometimes we just do it to bother him, so he has more work to do. So somebody will curse, and we'll go write that down, Brian, because he has to write down the timestamp. And I, you curse. I'm like, write that down, Brian. And I'm like, oh, Brian's not here. I have to write it down. Damn it. Sorry. Now we're good. <laughs> what were we saying? Oh, Ira Winder. I didn't even realize I cursed. It's okay. But but wait, do you, do you guys like? Do you think that I know I know Heat Nation's kind of sad, but do you think it's that 
Like, I know making the playoffs stinks after everything this team did, but I don't think we would have advanced past the first round. And, hey, I feel like Adam Silver's got to rig the lottery now that we've done this. Like, we we, we didn't tank. Um, we fought through the whole season. Yeah. We, we got one ping pong ball in there. And, uh, well, Harry, you why, know, that why ball- are you thinking that they wouldn't even win a single playoff? Like, I, not that they'd have been favored against the Celtics, but... Has anything in the last couple months led you to believe that if they're healthy, that they cannot win that series? Like, well, <laughs> they would. They, they would only win if Dion Waiters was back. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, like assuming they have health, yeah. which Dion was. Yeah, but we, but we know, we know that Dion Waiters was out six to eight weeks, so he had another, you know, two to four weeks before he was coming back. Because we did that report that seems very accurate right now, and. We haven't been able to stay healthy, so I'm sure someone would have like tripped in the shower, and that would have been the end. You know, James Johnson. James Johnson was having a, you know, a relaxing shower, and he would have tripped and hurt himself. So a relaxing shower. <laughs> yeah, it's so relaxing. Um, but no, I, I just I don't think it. You know, I think we could have gotten a game or two against Boston, probably at home because we have so much trouble winning in Boston. But yeah. I don't think it would have been this. Uh, you the know, Heat were a we better team than them in the second half of the season. The Heat were the third best team in the NBA according to uh, net rating. So, it's yeah. Not, but that was also like, you know, that was part the thirteen game winning streak. The you know the twenty one out of twenty six. That was all with Dion. That you know we started losing more games at the end, and I'm not sure if the, the offense was getting a little better towards the end of the year because Jay Rich started to hit some shots. Because James Johnson got put in the starting lineup. And I think that helped too. But I just don't think it would have been as satisfying, honestly. Like, I know people really wanted to make the playoffs, but we would have been sitting in the same position probably a week from now, honestly, with uh, two spots later in the draft. But I guess still it's like the concept that you turned your entire season around, everyone wrote you off, and then you made the playoffs. It's like the small – it's like how the – it's. For example, like the Wizards um, winning the division title this year, like obviously that's not a big deal to other teams like the Spurs or whatever, but it's for them, it's a, it's a definition of success. Obviously the Heat used to be a lot more successful than, oh my God, we made the eighth seed, but I think you have to reevaluate what success means to each team. So I think this season making the playoffs would have defined a little bit of success for the Heat, if that makes sense. Yeah, <clears throat> but like, I, I, and I know that everyone post game was saying this, like they felt like they deserved it, right? So like they, I the fact that the Bulls are in it, like honestly, it's not, not even fair. Like it of, doesn't feel fair. Not even because of who they are and the fact that I just like despise them for obvious reasons, but I just don't see them when I look at them as a team and the dysfunction and everything that was happening with Wade complaining and all of that, and then the fact that they just are who they are. I don't get how they make the playoffs it doesn't they don't seem like a deserving basketball team since january 17th the heat have the second best point differential they're plus 271 the warriors are like double that um and the bulls are only <laughs> plus 34 and like everyone post game uh, J- eric spolstra uh, did you get any of you see his post game oh my, he was bulls, so sad and the bulls won by what 20 something last night so they were like yeah plus exactly that was the last game <laughs> Yeah, and, and that 40-point game against Orlando really uh, skewed their numbers. But, like, Spolstra, uh, Goran, dude, I, um, Manny Navarro said Udonis was crying in the locker room. They like, said Udonis! They said Udonis, they said Udonis TJ, uh, Goran, and James Johnson were all crying. Do you not think it's because Haslam's retiring? 
not. He's not. It said he's coming back. Yeah. Right. Oh Jesus. This is a yeah. veteran leader. You know, and I know you're saying, "Oh Jesus." I was having this conversation with a friend of mine. Like, you see, and I know that he put all these like workout videos and stuff. Like, Udonis is busting his ass every day. I know. He knows that he's not gonna play, and he's his dude. Instagram is out of control. He's like pulling weights behind his back. I'm like, what are you doing? UD, you're not gonna play, but his he's busting his ass, and like, I know you can't replace that. Like, if he's not yeah. there doing that, like, what's who's your example, Hassan? Um, the Cavs are trying to recreate that with Dante Jones signing him at the end of the receiver <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> like, here's your de facto bench veteran guy. Here he is for the last month of the season. Here you go, guys. Listen so to weird. You can't create that symmetry. You can't uh, fake a bond. Yeah. And the Bulls play a horrific brand of basketball, by the way. The what? That's why I'm so upset they're in the playoffs because they just don't even get what they do. <laughs> Their basketball is basketball hell. And besides the fact that they, you know, they run so poorly, they make all these bad yeah. decisions. This offseason, what were they doing? Like that clearly didn't work. Rondo and Dwayne and and Jimmy Butler, and they they got in the playoffs barely. Because they got in the playoffs because Dwayne Wade broke his elbow. <laughs> like that's Him why they got Baker. in. Ron Baker's a Bulls lifer, okay? Because Ron Baker beat the Heat, and uh, <laughs> he's a Bulls lifer for getting him in the playoffs. Like it's just it, it it feels insane and how unfair yeah. sports can be. Like this Heat team plays so hard every night. I was doing some some yeah. research. They contest the most amount of threes in the league by percentage, mm. and they allow the fewest. Like they play so hard. They run guys yeah. off the line. They're flying everywhere on defense. Last night, Goran throws himself on the floor the last day of the season. I was like, Goran, no, don't do that ever again. You know the play I'm talking about. <laughs> Yes. Yo, I cried tears of joy at that play. Dude, that was like, so uh, this is like a loose board. Four guys on the floor, man. Culture. Hit the deck. <laughs> yeah, it was right in front of me. It was crazy. He just like, oh, he and it was a crazy wow. play because he was going back. Humble brag. I know, right? Alex is up okay. in the 300 section. And Harry, I have it right in front of me. Humble brag. All right, yo, I'm really yeah, sorry. I have it right in I'm front of me where the I'm Ray really Allen shot also happened. I'm in the I'm picture. Really, I'm behind you. I'm, really I'm in the picture, guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry. I have good seats, and Jamal Mashburn was sitting on top of my girlfriend yesterday. It's all. It's whoa, all good. Whoa. Is Sarah still there with you, or? Yeah, she just raised her okay. hands in victory. Nice. She liked Jamal. Well, who doesn't like Jamal? <laughs> he was so quiet. So quiet. You're still name dropping. You didn't fix it. I'm not. <laughs> no. gonna, I'm not what, a, what I'm supposed to apologize? I'm I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Apologize that I sat behind and he named like ten different celebrities. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sat. Why were you sitting? Do you have like season that. tickets right there? Yeah, my dad does. So you get to go to a few games. Yeah, Alex and I nice. sit in the 300 section with the people. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, if if uh, Jamal hadn't sat there, we had those seats open for at least a quarter and a half. There's they usually end up open since LeBron left. So. Interesting. That's not nice. What were we saying before we got derailed by your um, by your uh, name drop? Oh, right. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> we, we were you, we were saying that uh, I've never we've never seen Spo as devastated as he was last night. I don't think that's where we were, but sure we can go there. Yeah, Spoh, it's his team. Yeah, man. Alex, go. What were you no, just saying that he he was so devastated, man. You could you could see it. Like I could barely speak in the post game press conference. It's his team. We were saying that. Uh, 
as a whole before the season started that this was going to be the team that he basically played around with the most. He's going to have most of his identity with all you guys basically buying into his to his like plan for the team. And <laughs> Why are you so bad at this, Alex? So, I, don't, I don't know what you're, I'm, you're fucking, so much, Alex oh. is not talking into the damn mic. So I get a mic and I hold it closer to my mouth so that Alex can see. <laughs> hold the damn mic. That's not the to first thing I'm thinking about. What do you th- you're, well, you're a sicko, okay? Dude, wait, 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 wait. I wasn't even going there. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to get off my tank to... and I see like shoving a mic in your mouth. And I'm like, We're hold on. closer because I can't hear you that well. I can hear him fine. Yeah, no, they're really in the show. Is that pop filter and, new? Is that why? What? Is that little filter you put over the mic new? I mean, no, it's, it came with this mic okay, that I've been using. Continue your bad take. <laughs> My bad take is that this is Spo's team, and he's super emotional, man. And he has every right to be. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I already, I already, I, I, it tilled off already. It's whatever <laughs> I have. Like, my take anymore. was Spoh's emotional. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, took it I down to what, its forwards. That's what it is. Okay. What Alex was trying to say was like this team. This team is Spoh's baby, man. I mean, this was his bread and butter. And even though we started out pretty poorly, you know, not, we didn't, we didn't really change a lot. The execution was there. We were still a team that got to the basket and shot corner threes. And yeah, we went on a crazy three point shooting streak that really helped with the 13 gamer in the middle of the season. But this was a team that spoke could look at and really felt connected to. And someone tweeted they they couldn't even imagine the the scream that Spo must have uh, must have yelled when he got to his car last night. Like he just must must have let out like a primal roar. Um, <laughs> Because he was so he was so upset uh, that he didn't make it. Man, that's so sad. I know. I'm sad now. Kelly, was this one of your favorite Heat teams? Because a lot of people have been throwing that around. Um, crap. No, my favorite Heat team was the one that um. Remember when it was when there was the big three and they were down to Indiana in the playoffs which time and everyone was writing them off oh that was i think yeah, that was the, the first championship the the, the first championship yeah. i honestly that was, think that was my favorite yeah. i don't know why i think it was because they were so good all season and like they weren't yeah i remember watching the, i remember crying myself to sleep after they went down in that series i was home in florida actually and they went down in that series and i was crying like this is it this is the end the big three like this is a failure and then Wade put on that like crazy like forty point performance and all that crap in Indiana, right? Yeah. Well, the the game there was a game that LeBron had forty and Dwayne had thirty, and I remember yeah going into halftime, LeBron got him a dunk, uh, like midway through that second quarter. I remember thinking, yep. wow, this because they were down. It, they, I think that was and game oh four. because Wade was slump Wade was slumping that game. Yeah, he was mad. He at was like Bo, terrible, yelling at him. Well. Well, the game before—that was the game before we found out. Wait, had three points, and we found out that he had had his knee drained. Yeah, uh, like right before the game. That was 2012. Yeah, that was my favorite Heat team. I think that one hit me the deepest. Harry, Harry, what's your favorite Heat team? Uh, They all kind of blend together. Man, I like—I mean, I I like my favorite. I really like the 06 team because that was such a bunch of misfits. Man, I mean, when they made that trade before the season, I was like. What the heck is White Chocolate, Antoine Walker, James Posey Woo! in the biggest trade in the biggest trade in NBA history? I was like, Riley's lost it, man. Like, I still a- have all my all the um newspaper clippings from that championship. Yeah, so that I mean that was crazy. And I was uh I was at I was at 
for me when Wade came back in the that ridiculous comeback because I was just like, all right, we're gonna. I was in Mexico for the first two games, and when I came back, hard life. Yeah, <laughs> tough dude, life. I, Harrison. Oh, wait, am I not? I was in to- the Harrison. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. You go, Kelly. Tell us your favorite team. She tells a story. No one says anything. <laughs> Harrison, tell us your story, and I'm giving you the background. And I you're was like, in Mexico. John Carlo, you travel more than me, so what are you talking about? You're gonna tell us. You're gonna ask you where you were for a game. You're gonna say, "Well, I was in Fiji, so I missed it." But I watched that one on my private yacht. I watched actually. that one on my yacht off the coast of Fiji. It was great. We had more. I'm not, I'm not gonna apologize for being hashtag blessed. Okay, and I'm not just not gonna do it. <laughs> wow. Okay, continue your story. Continue your story no, about it's, Mexico it's... and yeah. unapologetic privilege. That that series for Wade was was the most incredible finals i've ever seen a player have and it still sticks with me as my favorite like the whole season i loved and that was when Shaq cared about staying in shape because he did not care i don't even he did think not he cared weren't there stories from his book that um they would take the like they would have like these little things on their skin when they do bike and then they'd all take them off when riley wasn't looking <laughs> wait what, what what do you mean so like they skin have, no like they would have like i, I don't know what, i'm not a doctor or anything but like they'd have to put these little things when they do bike <laughs> I guess they measure your heart oh, rate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so a heart rate monitor. Yeah, exactly. So then, like, <laughs> man, I'm not a doctor. I'm sports you like you literally just said what it was called. <laughs> I mean, I had, to, I had to negotiate it, and eventually I got it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so they would use, <laughs> they would just take those off in the middle of, like, riding bike so that the heart rate stayed steady, and Riley wouldn't notice. <laughs> that was funny. I read that in his book. Uh, all right, Alex, what's your favorite heat team? My favorite new team I was... I guess we're going down this path. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, besides the title-winning teams, I would probably have to go with last season just because of how many different guys on that team I liked individually, more so than how they played as a team because their offense was always super disappointing. It's such a bandwagon. I mean, I'm just talking about the roster in, as individuals. Besides I mean, the title team. I mean, yeah, because growing, because those are like the obvious choices. You're always no one likes to be disappointed. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, those title teams, th- those are the most fun. You win a title, I go out and I yeah. run and I basically pot the pants. Yeah, dude. I love all, all about that. 2009-2010 team. It was it was like okay, so that era, those two teams, the 2008-2019 was the MV3 year where you know Dwayne was amazing, and then the year after where Dwayne was slightly less amazing, but he was still amazing. That team with like Jermaine O'Neal that lost to the Celtics, I don't know why I love that team so much. That is very random. I I would was live that... and die with Quentin Richardson. Like I I was miss Hubert that... so much. Was that Yakuba Diawara? That yes. was the year before. Yakuba. Yep. No, yeah. Actually, have, hold on. Have you heard my thing about Yakuba Diawara in the last game of the season? Okay, so no. like, what are you t- to, to <laughs> no. you guys, I don't know if I've sold this on the pod before, but I honestly believe, and I to this day I believe this. Had Jacobo Diawara not banked in a three in the last game of the season against the Nets, Miami would have made the Eastern Conference Finals. Because they Why would have that? gotten matched up with the Hawks. They would have moved down to six, got matched up with the Hawks, and then mm. against Orlando. And they had killed Orlando all year, and I, they could have beaten the Hawks. Come on. Instead, you remember what the Hawks did them the year before? Huh? Remember what the Hawks did them the year before? They, but they owned the Hawks. They owned the Hawks that year, too. I remember. They were like, I think they either swept them or they were three and one, something ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. So Rem- Rem- remember Diwara what ruined the Heat. Season. What was that weird dismissive 
hand signal you just yeah, gave me. Yeah, don't worry about that. Like, no, ah, get away, I, was, I was trying to remember my case. Man, let me tell you that. I, this is like my crazy conspiracy heat theory. Yeah, I can tell yeah, you're all like... Yeah. That's a bad, that, that's a bad take, it. man. No, yeah. Re- remember... Remember when the Brooklyn Nets dominated the Heat in the regular season and then uh, couldn't couldn't hold our okay, jock strap at the, okay. hold the playoffs? Hold on, wait a second. That Brooklyn, I mean, we had LeBron. It's a little different than Joe Johnson. <laughs> an exception. You had Joe Johnson and Marvin Marvin Williams before he was good. And Josh Smith and Mike Bibby. Oh my Josh Smith. Another abomination. <laughs> Alex, why do you call people abominations? You're mean. Mike Bibby Josh was an Smith abomination in the NBA now. They remember when the Heat wanted Josh Smith? There was like a 48-hour period that I was terrified that they were going to trade for him. Yeah, he's doing well in D.C. Is he, is he on the Wizards? Mm-hmm. Josh Smith? I think so. What, like, when no. did that happen? No. No, no, no. no, way. no. Am, I think, am I getting confused? Yeah. <laughs> is it Joseph? Who am I thinking of? Josh Smith is... I can't find Jason him. Smith? Jason Smith? What? No, he. Oh, Jason... that's that's who I'm getting confused about. Oh, Jason Smith. He played last night. Big white dad. Yeah. Josh Smith is. Not Sorry, oops. I got that really confused. We break down the Wizards roster here on Heat Beat. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like, and I want to get back to the season. Oh my God, I, I do want to talk about Udonis. So, but when Udonis came in the game, did you all see that? Like, did you see the yeah. smirk he gave? He was, dude. He was so happy. There was there was low key chance inside the arena, chanting. For yeah. It. We're supposed to bring in UD. I would tell yeah. you I started one, but then you guys would get mad at me, so it's fine. Oh, I started one because I you know, <laughs> yeah because you like you want to take credit for everything. No, he was shoot he was shooting the free throw, and I yelled like Spo, get Haslam in there, and then the next thing you know, Haslam starts running to the thing. Credit and credit for that? And, and every <laughs> Kelly, and everybody he's is dead ass serious. He <laughs> okay. means it. All right, Giancarlo. So everyone starts turning around me in my section. They're like, "Oh, look, he's coming in!" As if I had like done. I Harrison, realized I wasn't the reason no, why it happened, but you it just believe looked, that. It looked good. There is an no, iota in you that believes that. I mean, I was I was loud enough where Spo could have heard me yelling that. Harrison, I know you said there's no way he heard you. What are you? T- are you kidding me? It's the guy shooting a free throw. No one's saying anything. I just I yell at the top of my lungs. I mean, I have a big. I have a loud voice. <laughs> You're not even on the side of the court that he's on. It's not... all right. I mean, we let's go down to the arena. I'll show you that I can easily. No, reach I don't want to go to your rich seats. Oh, I want to sit with the people. Where, I want where, where the floor is concrete. I don't want to go where your aluminum floors. Where you no, can't no, no. stand up without almost falling to your death. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, no, you're right. It's it's much better in the upper deck because I sat up there for. Um... Oh, you you were amongst the commoners. Well, now I don't. What now was, I don't what want to was say that. Like, what, like. what was that? <laughs> I sat up there for game the seven. The Grammys. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> but I'm done. I'm like I'm about to get off the pot. <laughs> Typical Harrison, always were, taking were advantage of the minorities and what they do. Were, did, were there beggars Wait, up there? Like, did you <laughs> did you find people disgusting? No, they were great people. I sat next to like an Asian couple that had never been to a basketball game before. That was amazing. Like, <laughs> Did you tell them not could, to touch could, you? Could you imagine? Could you, you imagine that your fr- that's they that's who they were. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> the first that's the first descriptor. Yeah. Well, How right. would you describe two people from China that have never seen a basketball game before? <laughs> How did? Why do you? How do you? Why do you assume that? I spoke to them. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese. 
we we had conversations. No, they, they, they all just spoke English. I bet if you saw Spo like in 2006 before he before he was a big time assistant, you would have thought he didn't know anything about basketball. The little Asian. No. <laughs> Alright, I I don't I don't want to keep bragging, do so think, I'm not gonna do say that. Do you think Hassan <laughs> knew that Spo was the coach when he first got here? <laughs> Wait, the, the, question, the, the, the question should be if they know, the, I can't remember the little guy's name, if he's a coach. He's so small out there. Chris Quinn? The guy who, who? The guy, no, the guy who was the Sioux Falls coach Dan, last Dan year. Craig? Dan Craig. Dan Craig is a midget. Wait, who, who, who's coaching Sioux Falls now? <laughs> Can we say that? Yeah, I don't know. It's, Can we? <laughs> that, he's vertically challenged? I mean, oh, is that? Yeah, Alex, you can just say he's a petite man. Alex, is that like? That's a great point. What? Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I've heard yeah, it's just, like the equivalent of like what you're not supposed to say about mentally disabled people. Well, Harrison the R word. That around. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a <laughs> That's right. That's right. Wait a, wait a second. I can't. I can't say midget anymore. I don't think we can. Wait, I, I'm. I'm questioning. I don't know. I don't think P- we can. I've, I've heard people. It's like offensive. I think it's. Offensive. I thought if you're. I thought if you're under like four eleven, it's. You're like. <laughs> that, yeah. I, just I, take think, it. I think we should stay away from that because we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and. Uh... <laughs> Wow. Way to go, Harry. Right. You've name dropped. You've taken out a whole disenfranchised I've, group of people. I've really had a bad a yeah, bad you, show. You've had a stellar show. Way to go, buddy. Hello, Just five gold stars. Gold stars for you. <laughs> Platinum right. stars. I'll, Better for, huh? I'll stop talking. You guys go. I'm good. <laughs> uh, so, okay, wow, we've been sort of derailed today. Should have a um, counter for offensive thing yeah. Harrison says. <laughs> we have a what? Like a counter. <laughs> like a, 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 a ding that goes off every time this he says something offensive. Brian. This is why we need a producer because Brian would have been able to produce this and have little like pings every time this happens. <laughs> See, like, we're a better show with Brian. Um, okay, so That's I'm, the nicest thing you've ever said about Brian. Uh, Kelly, I know you have to run. Thank you so much for for coming on the program. I don't really have to. Oh, okay, we I can stay. <laughs> I just saw that we were at thirty five minutes, and you said you had. Okay, so good. Oh, we can keep going. Um, well, I was gonna go over to my homegirl's house, but I think she fell asleep. Okay, we're more fun anyway. We're talking about the heat, and we can talk about James Johnson. Seamless segue. Um, we love I, talking about Johnson. Huh? I say that we here at Heat Beat love talking about Johnsons. Why do you want to talk about James Johnson? Uh, I just meant Johnsons in general. I, well, or Johnson's. I, I think he's making. You're making a TJ joke because I don't like Tyler Johnson. You know, <laughs> I've, you? I've come around on TJ a little bit. What? A little bit, not a lot, not a lot. Um, I still think that contract's terrible. However, um, I am impressed with his off-ball skills, and I think that he's he's helpful. I think when he's healthy, and the thing with him is that he kind of plays like an idiot in the sense that he throws his body around and always gets hurt and he's kind of frail but i think in the minutes that he's played this year he's played very well um especially in that in that bench role he's provided score and that bench has been a huge reason why they've been successful i know that if he's on a better team those scoring opportunities will go down but i do think he's a very very good cutter he's been excellent defensively his ball handling is questionable and i think he needs to work on that but i I don't think he's where you all make him seem to be, but I think he had a good year. I think he's super valuable because we Tyler Johnson or yeah. James Johnson. No, Tyler. Tyler, we switched. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we kind of figured out that he's at his best when he's a secondary or I guess the, the third tertiary playmaker on the on the on the lineup. 
he can't be your backup point guard. He can't be the guy facilitating and, and initiating sets. Odd, like odd and weird hole that they've had this year is backup point guard. I think a backup point guard would have made a lot of this a lot easier for everybody. You don't. I don't think it's been a hole because they've kind of had James Johnson as a de facto backup point guard. It's been, but and, it's and then, makeshift. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't settle guys into the roles that they want to be settled into, and it's not always like it's been James Johnson after Dion went out. It's been break glass in case of emergency, but and that's when they've been the least successful. Like I, I but, go. The basically their backup point guards have been what James Johnson and, and Tyler do with each other when they're when they get on the court together because they're the ones that are just basically playing two versus five. They're just initiating sets initiating sets with each other. What, they're they're playing as a de facto what Miami likes point to guard. Do, they're the playmakers off the bench. Yeah, but the thing with the thing with how they run their offense is like they'll run action up top, so like they'll have a pick and roll, and then there's always secondary action with, with movement, and then that guy has to be capable of handling the ball. But that's why Tyler's a great fit for this offense. Yeah, but like what they're doing with James Johnson is James Johnson excels as the secondary action, not the primary action. Mm-hmm. Without the backup point guard, they're having James Johnson assu- um, uh, inherit a greater responsibility as ball handler, which the more he does it, the less efficient he is. So like they have to find like a happy medium for him, which I think that when everyone's healthy, they do have it. But without, without a backup point guard, it's, it's looked rough sometimes like for him. One of the, I mean, I think one of the pluses of the season is, is that uh, Tyler Johnson has been excellent. He's improved, and he's improved in every facet of his game. Yes, the ball handling has to get better, but he's justified the contract they gave him. And I know, I know, I know a big part. Um, what, the, what was I'm that? Sure. What was that? No, I'm just, I'm I thought that was coming I'm, from you. I'm Did someone just die? <laughs> My soul. No, it's it's. I don't know. Is someone like leaking or something? That's what it sounds like. It sounds like a pot, like the, like the kettle. You know? Yeah, that yeah. was very honestly very strange. That was me questioning the validity of Harrison saying that Tyler Johnson oh. justified. The... No. Oh no, 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 because if you think about it, like if, if his contract was twelve and a half million a year, you wouldn't have an issue. Your issue is the big money at the end of the contract, and I've told you numerous times that if they want to move him, they will be able to move him. Like a, a bad team that that is way under the cap will take Tyler Johnson at 19 20 million in the second it won't even be a thought so New York New York Brooklyn 76ers the Kings like there will not there will not be an issue moving him and that's why the contract was fine that he didn't want to lose out on an asset for nothing so is that the next thing that people are going to do they're going to throw out the is this the, the next logical leap with the whole mellow with all the mellow rumors the next logical leap is that it's Tyler get out of here man Yo, they started they started legitimizing it today in the Levitard show. That was Amin's like proposal. Yeah, but yeah, but that's because Amin Amin got fired from the Suns because he stinks at being a GM. Uh, Mello makes no what? sense for I the think Heat. Amin was a scout. <laughs> no, he was uh, he did something in the front office, but he's bad. Um, and Mello makes no sense on the Heat. He's old. He's fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's angry, and he doesn't need to be here. Listen, oh, Mello's oh, gonna get. Oh, oh, Mello's going to the Clippers. That's going to happen second. this offseason. Harrison, Harrison, Harrison. I did the Sedano thing. Um, <laughs> you either believe Harrison? you either believe in heat culture or you don't, right? So, like, if you believe, like, if you honestly believe heat culture fixed Dion Waiters, like, you have to believe heat culture will. <laughs> but that's a two way street. That's not true. That's not true. Eddie Curry was here. He didn't believe no, in heat culture. On, but let's let's what has been the buy nar- in. what has been the narrative this year? What has been the thing? That we all I mean tweet out culture, don't let go of the rope. Like that's 
you either but all these crazy results they come as a result of both parties like buying in and, and like working for each other basically if Melo doesn't want to come here and buy into it, he doesn't he, he he's not going to win a title with no. it, with that heat team why should he have to work his ass off so yeah. that he can go and lose in the first or second round or whatever what what who says that Melo's going to come over here and buy into that because that's the only way that the results show that guys want to buy in no, Melo. Melo says Melo is going to buy in. Melo's a, Mello, an exception. Melo wants to take a jump. Melo wants to do a jab set and take a jump shot. That's his, that's all he has nowadays. He doesn't want to do anything else. He doesn't want to move the ball. You think you think Melo's going to cut to the basket? That's hilarious. Melo's not going to do anything you want as as a Heat type player, and he's and he and it's just not worth it. And. The money left on his deal is ridiculous. Listen, if Melo wanted to come here for the mid-level exception and wanted to buy in, fine. I mean, you could you could talk me into that. But fifty-four million. Him as Bosch. But fifty-four million over the next two years for a guy that just seems yeah, completely. No. Yeah. Thank you. That's all we needed, Kelly. We're good. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was gonna ask you, Kelly. What are your thoughts? And I think just that Trump. summed it up perfectly. <laughs> I just don't. Every time I watch a Knicks game, I'm like, what is Carmelo Anthony doing? I don't want that on my team. We have a veteran player. We have – there's – what would Melo add to the team? Scoring. What? Scoring. Uh, Deion Waiters average the same amount of huh? points as him. I think that what the Heat have now, with the exception of obviously they need to add some pieces, are fine without Carmelo being that piece. I, I just don't want him because at that age, I, I don't know if he can summon. Yeah, and he's, like, old. Yeah, he's not fast. He's, like, he's kind of slow. Like, I know that the Heat can rejuvenate you by making you fit, but they can't turn back the clock. Like, yeah. They didn't make Dwayne an all-defensive team guy, you know? What do you guys think about Dion maybe opting in next year at a very no low rate? chance. No, I don't know. He, he commented on, he no commented on has. Yeah, but here's the issue. He commented on Haslam's post saying he can't wait to be back. If he opts out, if he I know, but if he opts out, there's no guarantee that you're coming back. If he, if he opts in, he's definitely back. Know. So there's no way, Kelly. What do you think? <laughs> what do I think? What about the Dion Waiters opting in? No way, right? For four mil- for four million. There's no way he opts in. Harrison, that's probably like a no. I don't know. You we too. we never. We never thought we never thought Dang was gonna opt back in uh, for the ten mil, which seemed below his market value. Which it technically is below his market value because he got a lot more to sit on the bench with the Lakers. But God, I uh, forgot about him. Right, so he opted. He opted in, Ooh. which was kind of, we all thought was weird. We assumed we were losing him a year earlier. Uh, why the heck not? Dion played forty games this year, and he he was good, but he really needs to improve more. Yeah. Why not improve his He'll stock for get, one more year? Probably get ten million more. Yeah, but he, but, he, yeah, but, but people do that. Season. Players do that crap all the time. David West, like yeah, but David West, yeah, was a contender. Yeah, but listen, here's what's interesting, right? The market is gonna reset itself this year. They they spent a lot last year with and this this new CBA. The market's gonna reset itself. Guys are not gonna be spending as much as you. Th- the teams are not gonna be spending as much as you think they are. If Dion played it smart, he'd opt in for the four mil and th- have another awesome season where he stayed healthy, and then could get a yeah. big someone else next year instead of. I mean, before he came to the Heat, Dion Waiters was a bit of a joke. So I think why not? Yet? You know what I'm saying? I'm being nice. A lot of it's still a joke. What are you talking about? I took yeah, but I think people take him a lot more seriously after what he did this season you for think? the Heat. Yeah, he's like memed now. He's ascended to meme. 
Like he's he's ascended up the joke ladder. Uh, I don't think so. I think he's still a joke. I don't think anybody takes him serious. Like I think smart people don't take him. Like maybe James Dolan takes him seriously. That's all it takes. He's not a bad basketball player. No, though. he's not at all. And I don't think anybody thinks that. That's what I'm saying. I used to think he was a joke of a basketball player. And a person. I'm, now I'm just whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, like, I mean, like, a, like you know, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, a, like, a, like a goof and, you know, like, a, yeah, like the posing after the shots or like, this Chun- is my city. Yeah, John Carlo, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is a, this is a mirage, this is a mirage for him to opt out and try to, this market will not be his real market value. There aren't going to be that many teams with money. Um, there's not going to be people that are sure about him because he had like a nice 30-game stretch, but that's not a lot. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And so I'm telling you that if if the Heat were smart, they'd be like, Dion, opt in for one more year. We'll have a great season. We're going to make the playoffs. We're going to turn you into the best, and he can go get a big— That's a huge gamble for him. That's a huge gamble. Yeah, but he's— He's really going to bet on himself? Again? He already bet on himself yeah. once, you know. That's, like that's yeah, that's the other thing. This he he bet on himself with his contract, basically saying that he's gonna go in and just one year so he can get paid the summer he, after. He, he, I but I but it's hard. Do it again. But it's hard do, to say. But, bet on what, where do you think he would go? Name the teams that would that would spend fifteen million dollars on Dion Wade. That's what I'm asking. The Knicks, team, man. The Lakers, the Knicks. Lakers. All the same teams. The Nets can. I could definitely see the Nets offering him one after they missed out on KCP. Sixers, Sarita, They're gonna throw a max at KCP. You guys are over. You guys are. Uh, you're not thinking about who would actually like. You're. you're yeah. Detroit, I mean, in theory, Stan I mean, in job saving mode. Somebody gave Jody Meeks and and uh, Reggie Jackson. Yeah, like there, there, there'll be people that to give him like people that need or the Orlando GM. Like all these people yeah, in job saving mode. But you're saying he just got fired. Saying, he did. Didn't the Orlando GM get fired this morning? Oh, yeah. I think I think fired? someone got. They had a press conference this morning. Orlando fired some people today. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> there was a fire in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I think that you guys are saying he bet on himself. I don't think there were a lot of other offers for Dion this year, and that's why he was like, "All right, let me take the three point five million and see if I can rehab my image with Miami." And he's done a decent job, but it's not over yet. Come back. That's what I was saying. Yeah, you're, you're correct. They fired Rob Hennigan this morning. Wow. Oh, cool. yeah, I just saw it. Okay, continue. Sorry. Confirming. No, I just I, – I think it's going to be – this offseason is going to be super interesting. The Heat the, – it can go either way. The Heat, the heat can do a lot of things. <laughs> um, they have a lot of options. They have a lot of guys with a ton of – Talent. I mean, I want to hang on to Goron now, but you could move him for quite a bit if you oh, wanted to. Goran. Keep the dragon. I know. No, he had a, he had a, I know. I know. But he had an amazing year. I mean, if you wanted to cash in on Goron's value, now would be the time. Make him a lifer. Make him a lifer. Yeah. I mean, his three point shooting this year was crazy. Make him a lifer. He's so great. I don't want to see a dragon go. I, <laughs> I love dragon, especially post game. Like Goron was almost crying, and. I, mean, I, th- I think I think if you want, I think they're gonna they're gonna sit down with uh, Hayward and Blake Griffin, see if they can get either one to move. If not, they're gonna bring the band back together. You got Winslow coming back off the bench. You got the draft pick wherever we end up picking, and look healthy. Team can win fifty games. So Kyrie got yeah. coming in for Dion. The what? Who? Mm-hmm. Tyree Evans. 
<laughs> that's been my. Oh wow. Been my, no, well, that's people... been my like my theory that they're gonna get somebody like him on like a one year nine million dollar deal basically to replace Dion Skosai. Well, who, isn't he Twitter floating around Rudy Gay and uh, Evan Cohen, our beloved yeah, that's Evan another Cohen, guy. floating around? Don't. I I never wanted Rudy Gay anyway, and then he hurt his Achilles. So t- like keep keep the keep the gay away. Yeah. <laughs> Can we not do that? Ding! It was a joke. You know who I'm, t- I'm talking about, Rudy K. Yeah. Okay. It's the buzzer. It's the offensive thing. <laughs> You're lucky Brian's not here because you'd be having a damn aneurysm right now. <laughs> what? I, keep Rudy K away from my team. That's all I said. Okay. Um, I'm going to represent the... Is that the end? Yeah. <laughs> God, Harrison. You're, listen, you know, we make fun of Alex for being bad. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Okay, but your but oh, your God. definition of bad is like that was good. Being mean, man. <laughs> no, I no, I don't want Rudy Gay. Very LGBT friendly show. Yeah, he's like keeping gay away. Like, come on. I have a quality yeah. tattooed on my arm. Keep Rudy Gay away. <laughs> we should we should upload the the, the video the of Skype. me op- like op- raising my bicep. Oh my like, God! Hey. We should totally upload the Skype feed. Oh, oh I thought you I thought you were saying you were just gonna upload a clip of me saying that. And then... You know what? I'm gonna make I'm gonna make that the promo for the show. Completely, oh, no. completely out of context. Yeah, I'll ruin your career before whatever career you have will ruin it. Whatever career you'll have. Kelly, what are yeah, uh, what are he priorities this off season like for you? Wing players. Anybody in mind? <laughs> Gallinari's available. Um, he's a guy. That- Honestly, this is my this has obviously no, but I just really for a while I just really wanted Boogie Cousins out of Sacramento to a team that I liked. How'd that work Love out? AK the. AKA the Wizards or the Heat, and it didn't work out. So I'm still holding on to some sort of dream that maybe Boogie Cousins will play for a team that I like. Yeah, 2018. <laughs> Riley's going to yeah. go for Boogie. Yo, did you guys see that he ended up on another 33 win team? He can't get past that number. Really? Exactly. At 33. That's so funny. Poor Boogie. That's so sad. Boogie's like one of my favorite players. I think it's like the third season in a row that he finishes on a 33 win team. I'm not sure if that's correct, but it's. I think it is. Oh my God, that's so sad. Yeah, I think winning players, I mean, and maybe getting rid of Josh McRoberts. McBob, listen, McBob's is going to be a heat lifer just because he's never going to leave. I honestly wish he would just go. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, just please go. Like, send him away, like, via ship. Yeah, just put him on uh, Mickey Harrison's Carnival cruise ship and send him away. If Yeah, if you're willing to pay the contract of the player, that should come off the books. Like, if you're willing to dole out a check for seven million to Big Bob, it should just we should be done with him, and he can go and do whatever. Well, Bob I don't understand does. why we ever took him in the first place. No, his skill set fit with what they were trying to do, but I mean, the the guy we talk about this, the guy gets hurt. You know, he probably gets hurt. Uh, you know, in a shower. Yeah, he in hasn't the shower. been as healthy as he was the year before we signed him. He was good yeah. the year before they signed him. Yeah, he was. He was. He did, averaged like fourteen did, and six. Didn't you guys see like what did the, what was the stat today? The last two teams to miss the playoffs. Uh, yes, after, after it was like winning thirteen straight. Both had Josh McRoberts. Yeah, what? The, two, <laughs> yes. the two thousand eight, the two thousand eight Blazers, yeah. and the two thousand seventeen Miami Heat. So, there you go. 
And that's my answer. That's the only thing that he needs to do this offseason is find a wing player and, send McGraw <laughs> and get rid of Josh McRobber. Yeah, they just need someone to compliment Goran and Hassan. Number Gary, three. Can we use your yacht? Yeah, good. Can we use your yacht? Can you buy another one? Can we just send McBob's? I don't. I don't. I don't have a yacht. Yeah, okay. I have four yachts. Is what he meant to say. <laughs> and a private plane. I, I don't have any of that stuff. Stopping for another one this weekend. Heat aren't in the playoffs, so I have Saturday free. No, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah and I are going to go look for a puppy on Saturday, so we'll see. And a plane. No, <laughs> puppies expensive enough. Puppy doesn't grow <laughs> That's true. Speaking of puppies, Hassan is like a puppy. Uh, another great segue. Um, do you guys think that he played uh, to the worth of his contract this year? Yes. Yes. Sure. Okay, that was, that was not a very convincing sure. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I like the contract because what, what else are you going to do? And I told you that if... If for some reason he want to move Hassan, they can. That's the a lot. Of, a lot of this stuff is signing con. You know, sign these contracts. You have you have an asset, and then do what you want with the asset. I mean, I know I know it's not great when you're talking about people and where they are, but that's how basketball works. Yeah, such a microscope. You know, like I kind of feel. It's I don't know what I don't know what Hassan could have done any differently this season. Better, you know what I'm saying? Not for himself. Some, someone needs to explain to his son. I saw a Snapchat. That was a piece of matzah he had on his face, not a tortilla. We just need to. We need wait, to no tell way. him. Wait, wait, wait. Oh my god, I missed that one. That. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my Please god. explain that. He he did two Snapchats. One was like with the the kitty face, and the other one was a piece of matzah. And he thought he he called him he called himself like Kodak Black Tortilla or something. <laughs> oh my god, I'm actually gonna pee my pants. Oh my god, that's the first. <laughs> So someone I, just I needs to wa- explain. I honestly no, gotta stop watching him. I I like I love him and like I would probably be best friends with him if I could, but I'm just like I can't like, you're hurting me and I can't keep watching. It's your boy White yeah. The thing is, like, I thought I saw a few weeks ago that he posted he had a girlfriend, so you think that she would be like, Okay, don't he post does? that. He does have a girlfriend. Good for I don't you, know if Hassan. Still, I, I don't know if they're still dating. Like that was like months ago. Oh no! He used to it was the Rama holidays. holidays, but he posted like a woman crush Wednesday, and I was like, "Oh, any smart woman would be like, please don't put that on Snapchat." I'm guessing, Willie but Reed. he hasn't like before he posted that girl on Instagram. Like she was in a lot of his snaps, and she hasn't been in a lot of his snaps lately. So yeah. maybe that ended. He just Hassan just wants to play two K and FIFA, and you know, just be. I, yeah, him like honestly having a girlfriend boggled my mind in the first place. No, he's a big he's, he's a, a big kid. Athlete. Kelly's like, just staring at us like no. Then what then I get- I love like honestly like he's great like he's probably so much fun to date but like what would you talk about? I, I don't know. Haven't you ever seen? Didn't you ever see that movie Big? Like Tom Hanks, grown up. You know, he's a kid, but he grew up. He had a girlfriend. Like it's possible. Yeah, well, there you, are people on, that. Wait, wait. This is a great. This if a song Whiteside asked me out on a date, I would say yes. But I would love to know what we would talk about. Let's okay. Let, let's play this out. What do you talk? If you're going on a date with a song, what do you talk to him about? <laughs> that is what I'm literally saying. Like you have to ask him, like what he thinks of the Syria conflict, and just just to see, <laughs> just to see. Can't go there on the first date with him. No, but it'd be funny. How funny? You, no. Listen, what's funnier he, than having Hassan talk 
uh, international relations. We need to get him on the podcast. In Spanish. He honestly, he honestly probably thought you'd be talking about like cereal and tell you about you know the different uh, like the cinnamon toast crunch versus the Cheerios and something. So like I'm sure he's honestly a great person, lover, like loving boyfriend. No, that guy like, has no touch in the bedroom. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't think that's what she meant. He just but... sticks it in and doesn't even foreplay. Oh, Lord. Whoa! You think I was bad? There's no way that Hassan is a careful touch when he's loving someone. Get out of here! I'm just saying he's probably. Like, how do you know he's not technique. like a loving? He could be a very loving boyfriend. I'm sure he's a That's loving boyfriend, but I don't think he has I'm a sure. search about any. Like the only thing he has touch is around the basket. Flo here with a really weird word: buttery. Buttery? It's not quite butter. It's it's more butterish. Or maybe buttery is like butchery or bakery, a shop that sells artisanal butter products. Dig in, America. Now a word that's even more weird, flotection. Sure, it's not really a word, but it is really good protection for your new home through me and Progressive. No ifs, ands, or butteries about it. Sorry. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.